0: Ryan Boyd. And I'm Sam Bernardo. And we're here with
1: Fadcast number two. Oh, yes. We've reached number two. We've been invited back for the second time.
0: (laughs) I bet, yes. We invited ourselves (laughs) back to the Free Animal (laughs) Doctor podcast. And we're here to tell you a little bit about what's going on in the world of Free Animal Doctor and everything else. And uh, while we jump into that, or just before we do, we are here in lovely Sierra Madre. A bit of a humid day out here, a little stuffy uh, cloud cover. It rained yesterday, right, Sam?
1: Yes. In fact, it drizzled, for the most part, all day yesterday and and last night. Well, there you
0: go. You don't have to water your plants. That's a good thing. And I heard you got a visit from Noreen Barra of Miranda's People.
1: I I, I did. And Noreen came by. And... and, she knows my dog, Bob. In fact, she... Um,
0: you got Bob with you right there, right now. Yeah, Bob she, is sitting and, on Sam's and, lap, licking his and, lips.
1: And, and, and uh, there's a picture of Noreen with Looking Bob at me curiously. and Scruffy.
0: I'll try to put that picture in the uh, podcast, uh, or not in the podcast, but, but in the... you uh, might
1: remember the dog. Um, Noreen's friend, Melinda, uh, was a um, medical rescue for a dog. Remember the dog that went to Mexico to get surgery and both hips were fractured? No. No.
0: Um, well, anyway, not off the top of my head.
1: Uh, it was a great story. Uh, Um, we, uh, dog had fractured.
0: Oh, don't, uh, is that the dog that you, um, is that the one you went and picked up?
1: Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. I do remember that case. Black dog. Yes. Really cute dog.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, Oh, and her um, friend adopted it. That's That's what it was. Okay. I got confused because I thought you were saying her friend was the one that had the dog. The dog was found stray or something, right?
1: Well, yes. Well, yeah. And so, uh, anyway, uh, Noreen's, a friend, good friend of Noreen's, um, was a medical um, foster and turned out to be an a, a owner now. But yeah, anyway, we call it a foster Noreen, fail. Noreen has a nonprofit called Miranda's People. Miranda was a dog she owned that uh, passed away due to cancer.
0: Yeah, Miranda's People, they um, give grants to uh, owners – they give grants for dogs with cancer. Yes, and I yeah. believe the requirements are has to be a dog, right? They don't do other animals. That's right. Um, has to be in the U.S., yes. but I think that's the only requirement. Uh, I don't know geographically. Is that the right word?
1: Yeah, I think so. Um,
0: it, so, but it, so it doesn't have to be just California. Anywhere in the U.S. And then um, they have an income requirement. You know, you have to like show uh, uh, a Proof certain of need. Yeah, you have to show right. economic need, um, and then but they will like quite literally give you money um, for your dog to get cancer treatment. And, so,
1: and we met her. We were talking about that yesterday. We met, I think, in 2018 or something, something like that. And um, I think we had it. We, being free animal doctor, had a couple of cases where we had. Um, yeah, they've helped out with a number. Yes, of them. Yeah. And they've co-funded, if you will, some of the co- campaigns that we've had.
0: Yeah, I'll put a I'll put a link to Miranda's people in there underneath a picture of uh, Noreen. But you can also just go on the old internet, fire up the old Google machine and uh, look up Miranda's apostrophe S, Miranda's people, like the people who belong to Miranda, and, 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 and uh, you'll find it.
1: And they have had, we've had a, well, long for us, but mm. <laughs> four or five year relationship, uh, which has been great. I mean, they're they're great people. They do a wonderful job. Did
0: Noreen have any uh, hot news for you in the world of Miranda's people?
1: No, no. She just uh, she said, you know, business is pretty much the same. Um, and yeah, they're moving. That's along. exciting. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is. I mean, it, it's it's <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, I, well, what she did say was this: they have more. Their name has become Bob's about to fall off your lap. Fairly here, popular. The they have more people that need their services, then they can help.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we've been telling people about them for years now, and we have a pretty big social media outreach, at least compared to a lot of small local rescues. And, uh, excuse me, I, uh, like, for example, there was a case recently, like a few months ago, and they were in New Jersey, and they'd heard of Miranda's people. And I don't know if that would have been true a few years ago or something, but maybe it would have been. But, but yes, so they're getting... Um, a lot of quote unquote business is what you're saying. A lot of people asking for help. And of course they only have whatever amount of money they have. Yeah. Right. All right. And and
1: cancer is expensive. So, I mean, it's, it's, you know, you can, you can burn through. You
0: ever take cancer out on a date? Always orders the lobster. Right. (sighs) Wait, wait, wait. I think I have a, oh, here it is. All right. I've been waiting to use those sound effects. I, I like and that.
1: I, that's, that's a stupid joke.
0: Well, that's why I use the, I use the appropriate, the yeah. appropriate one. Um, all right. So, uh, Miranda's people, uh, a good resource for, uh, for. Anybody uh, who
1: has an animal, a dog with cancer.
0: Dog with cancer. Excellent they, people. Yeah. Yeah. And they also, you know, they know a lot. So if, if you are looking for, they can also give you, um, information, uh, on the subject and other places you can go and all of that. So if, uh, That's something that's in your world, or you know somebody that is, you might want to look that up, Miranda's People. But moving on, what is new in the world of free animal doctor? Um, We have a um, spay and neuter clinic every Sunday now. Now, we used to do them on Mondays and Sundays, not in the same week. It would be once a week on Sunday or Monday, but um, we're only going to be doing Sundays for the foreseeable future because the doctor who did them on Mondays uh, had to quit. Uh, left. other she stuff
1: just left.
0: and um but we've got another doctor in but they can only do sundays
1: is that right sam y- yes for the, now and and i remind people we talk about this all the time we would do every day if we could um but we can't because the the, the veterinarians that work for us have other jobs and they work for us on their days off yeah and, yeah and, yeah and, that's and one so, reason we do sundays because exactly
0: right. and then we had this one team that um they happen to have mondays available but anyway just for those of you that had noticed in the past that we did Mondays, maybe you've been before if you're in uh, the area and you're looking, we're not doing Mondays right now, Sundays only. So that's a little bit of free animal doctor news. And um, we are also taking Memorial Day off. And that's just <laughs> because we basically we couldn't get any staff, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, Ryan, uh, Ryan and I have found that uh, for the most part, Holidays don't matter to people with animals. They want to get their animals treated, right? And, and well,
0: and there's so many people out there. I think it doesn't really matter. Like Easter Sunday, we were full. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And we 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 debated about do we really want to do right. this. We even mentioned the veterinarian, right. and and she said sure, hey, I'll try it. And we we're we were, we we're full, right. so we we could probably do it any day of the year. But staff wants to do take holidays, and right. they need it. I mean, yeah. come on, it, it's a, well. And I
0: think what happens it's with tough uh, holiday weekends is you have like uh, i know uh, a number of our staff are married you know it may not be so much that they're taking the day off but their spouse also has the the weekend off from whatever job F- family they do commitments yeah, yeah yeah exactly and so when you have these 3 day holidays people aren't available so anyway even though memorial day is obviously on monday the that whole weekend, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, couldn't get any staff. We tried, but we couldn't. So, why were we we'll closed that weekend? Uh, yeah, about
1: families and stuff. I want to say families. This. Mm-hmm. One of one of our RVTs, great guy, really good, named Paulo. Do we spay or neuter people? We possibly you, if I get mm, an opportunity. Okay, but but Paulo, um, a good He his his girlfriend just had yeah. twins, and um, they're about I don't know four months old now, five months old now. I keep banging my yeah. 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 My, my microphone. Um And, and so they really recently, recently got uh, COVID and now they're, they're all better. Well, that's why, we, so, yeah, so we had to be
0: closed, uh, at the last minute back on May 9th because, um, he was exposed to COVID and had to deal with some stuff. That's, that's right. Um, but you know, uh, whatever that, that, that sort of happens every so often. There's a, um, uh, It's difficult right now to get a RVT or a doctor, RVT, a registered vet technician. And so when somebody calls in sick, it can be very hard to get a replacement on short notice. Whereas maybe, I don't know, four or five years ago, it was a bit easier. Um, There's some... Uh, organizations in fact or companies that that's what they do like Vet Relief they provide you like last minute emergency staffing and sometimes they can't even do it you call them up and you're like hey I need somebody tomorrow or the next day and like we don't have anybody so yeah a little bit of a shortage yeah
1: we've struck out with
0: with organizations such as that that's right that's right so okay well Fair enough. Now, we are going to talk to somebody today. We're going to try to bring you uh, an interesting person or situation or whatever uh, every podcast. And we talked to the lovely Faith Easdale last time. This time we're talking to who, Sam?
1: Shannon. Shannon is a, um, a primary factor in a rescue in Orange County. And they're in Orange County? I thought they were in Palmdale. No, I think they're in Orange County. Oh, okay. But
0: well, she's just, going to tell us about
1: it. But they have an interesting thing they're doing in Palmdale. Which oh, that's just, it. Which okay. speaks to uh, how really, really clever this organization is. Mm. I mean, it's impressive.
0: Mm. I see. So um, for those of you that don't know, if you're not in California, um, Orange County is... South of L.A. County. South of L.A. South now, of are, they the, are they the ones that want to separate from England, or are they part of the Northern Irish <laughs> The, or that's the orange okay no and um so that yeah orange county and then but palmdale if you don't know palmdale is out in what they call the high desert antelope valley is that right uh,
1: yeah i yeah, think so off the 14 or something like that it's yeah yeah like, yeah l- way up there
0: little uh yeah. okay so um anyway we'll talk to her about that so who is it shannon yes and what's the name of the rescue karma Karma rescue, like good karma?
1: Yes. Okay.
0: All right. So, yeah, we'll bring her on and then um, maybe we'll chat a little more about anything going on in the world of fad. Bob is sitting on your lap. He's falling asleep. I, I need to get a video of this. You see his head is falling. He's going to fall off. You don't think he's going to fall off the chair, Sam?
1: No, he's he's, he's firmly entrenched in my lap.
0: So. I'm going to try to get a little video of this, and we'll put that on there, too. But, um, yeah, what do you say we take a short break and come back and talk to Ms. Shannon of Karma Rescue in Orange County via Palmdale. <laughs> Hello. We're back with Shannon of Karma Rescue. And Sam, you made a
1: mistake. I did. I, I I had indicated that they were in Orange County. And I come to find out they're not. They're in Los Angeles County. They're actually in, in Santa Monica. So
0: Yeah. Shannon, tell us about it. So you're in dad. Santa Monica? Or the rescue is? Yes yes the
2: rescue is based in santa monica that's where our address lives we're um we don't have a facility we all work remotely and so everything we do is um in different cities like we were all over the place so we don't like land in one spot per se just so happens to be that's where our address is
0: i got you i got you so there's not like it's not that people go to karma rescue at xyz address in santa monica That's just where you're you're registered. And what does Karma Rescue do? What are these things that you do? (laughs)
2: <laughs> thank you for asking and thank yes. you for having me here let me start with that but Karma rescue were a welfare rescue so um although we have the name rescue in our name it, it, you know in the title um we used to do animal rescue by pulling dogs out of the shelters um back when we were first founded but we've transitioned now to be more of an advocacy organization so the two things that we focus on are actually three things is spay-neuter, that's number one, um, with our Get Fix Spay-Neuter program. And then we have the Project COCO program. That's where we assist um, those families who are unable to pay for medical bills to help them keep their animals with them. And the third thing is training. So we have a training program where we can assist families with training. Um, those three things, spay-neuter, the medical program and training, are what help keep animals from going into the shelters. So those are kind of the key reasons people are relinquishing their pets, having to surrender them because they don't have the funds. So that's what we do. And then we're going to tie in some education into all of this as well.
0: Yeah, that's great. I mean, because the... um, uh,
1: Could could you train Ryan?
0: (laughs) um, (laughs) One of the... How how to say this? Most rescues um, focus on the... If you think of the animal shelter as like having being, you know, on a line. They're at the end of the line, taking care of the animals uh, after they come out. They're going and rescuing ones that are in there, um, you know, doing whatever. But if you can also uh, work at the front end and and keep them from going in in the first place, then um, that's helpful as well. And I think there's less people doing that. There are rescues doing that and the ASPCA does some of that, but um, Mm -hmm. that's that's a good thing. So spay and neuter, it's kind of obvious how that works, right? What does, so Project COCO, how do you help, how does that work, briefly? Sure,
2: (laughs) briefly, absolutely, Um, simple. Uh, Somebody's got a a dog that, for example, has a hernia, and they go to the vet, and the vet quotes them $2,400 to get that hernia repaired. Right. So what they do is they reach out to Karma Rescue, fill out a simple form, provide all the information, send us some photos. And then what we do is we circle back with that owner. Um, we get an understanding of where they are financially because we still do ask for buy-in. You know, We want people to still be able to help support their pets. But then what we do is we have communication with the veterinarian offices and we can sometimes bring down a bill that's $2,400 to, you know, closer to a thousand dollars or $1,200 because unfortunately, in, in the great big world on occasion, there's going to be things that are on of that bill that maybe don't need to be taken care of right off the bat. Maybe we can do things in stages. Um, maybe this one test or that one thing is not absolutely necessary again, right. dependent on where the family is financially. So we d- we do that. And then we have relationships with um, different organizations and different veterinarians t- that will provide us with discounts. So we can then have that individual go to our vet who will provide the discount and again, reduce their vet bills significantly to mm. where it is more manageable. And right, then they right. won't, you know, A, the animal won't die and B, that person's not going to turn their animal into the shelter, which a lot of people feel is the last resort because they can't care for it.
0: That's right. Yeah. A lot of people um, think that uh, or they want to think that or whatever the, however you want to put Correct. it, that the animal shelter yep. is going to, you know, oh, I can't that's take same. care of Fluffy. The animal shelter will. but um, Which
1: avoids the, the real uh, issue, which is a lot of animal shelters don't have the financial ability to take yeah, care of, of these course. animals. So the, then you get into issues of euthanasia on a Correct. somewhat larger scale.
0: That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So um, the uh I like the idea that you're sort because it sounds to me like what you're saying is in a way you become an advocate for them with the veterinarian Correct. because Correct. I see you know because we obviously do fundraising as well and we see all the time people that are sort of um, overcharged especially for diagnosis or you know if they don't have enough money like there could have been a better way to go about it you didn't need to do Three thousand dollars worth of tests to be absolutely sure, because that was going to use up all their money anyway. So you you know there could have been a better plan. Yeah, exactly. So so that's good that you uh, step in and and do that. And then how does the what's the training program?
2: So the training program is a is a new um, launch. So we Ooh, okay. got a wonderful Good. grant from Breaking the news. Animal like Farm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Animal Farm Foundation gave us this grant, and that was part of the the goal was to get some training. So again, one of the things that um, people will surrender a dog for is because of their behavior right. and they don't know how to manage it. They can't afford it. They mm-hmm. can't afford to send you know take their dog to training. Yep. Um, so what we will do is we'll step in and we'll send in our trainer. We'll do an assessment with that um, owner, we'll give them some tips, some training ideas, and then they can take it from there. They can either continue the training, they can, we'll give them other suggestions, you know, we'll, you know, if there's something that's less expensive for them, um, or just sometimes even just giving them a few tips and tricks
1: is all that the owner needs. Does this training include, I mean, for for the obvious thing is, you know, my dog chews up my shoes, my dog chews up my furniture. Uh, what about my dog goes the bathroom in the house? I mean, is it training complete, yep. absolute?
2: Um, it can be. So, and then that's the thing. It's, it's again, we're going to get buy-in from the owner. So, mm-hmm. it, every situation is different. Every, you know, pet is different. So, every, you know, depending on what the extreme situations are, we'll right. go in again, assess the situation, give the tips and tricks, and then tell them this is what the plan would look like. This is what you're gonna need to do. What can you do? How can you contribute? And then we'll go forward with that. And, you know, everything's different. Sometimes people can, you know, pay this much towards their training. Sometimes they can't pay anything and then we'll help them because they have absolutely nothing else that they can do. They don't have the means to, you know, to continue because that's the thing with training is you have to be consistent. And that's the other thing we, we make sure if that person who we're gonna be helping is going to follow through, and do the homework and the work because otherwise it's a moot point.
0: See, now I've got one for you. I'm fostering a little Pomeranian Chihuahua mix named Chip. And he has recently learned to bark. Uh, He was Ah. a nice quiet dog before. And he yaps Mm -hmm. when you're preparing the food, right? And obviously he wants the attention of, you know, he wants you to eat, eat, like, look at me, look at me, give me the food, give me the food. You know, it's just Uh making his presence known. But the problem is I prepare the food and then give it to him so I'm teaching him cuz he's he's learning Good. yeah well he's yeah. learning self fulfilling prophecy he yaps. yeah and then he gets the food yeah. He's
2: training you Yeah exactly yeah. So, so, so what
0: do I do about that
2: Um yeah you got to nip that one in the bud yeah, there's, no, You know I'm, there's several different Yeah I'm just <laughs> A couple of different methods yeah. uh, that I use, and that's funny. I actually have a foster myself right now, um, who started to whine if I put her in a place where she couldn't see me, and so we had to do a similar situation. Um, a simple a water bottle with some pennies, shake it really loudly. As soon as they start to bark or or, or cry or whatnot, that snaps them out of it, um, and they're the like, bear can "I don't kind of like thing. that." Okay. Yep, right, the bear right. can thing. Yeah. Um, another one of my best friends is a water bottle with. Uh, water and a splash of vinegar most dogs don't like a little squirt on the nose it's mm. not a pleasant experience so um i usually use that um and it's pretty effective as yeah, well yeah. um water bottle straight is good but throwing a little vinegar really takes that that next level to that dog yeah, who just right. is super yappy but <laughs> those you know so there's some there's you know definitely some different ways of navigating it and again depending on the dog um you know but making him sit making sure they're quiet before you even give them the food you know yeah that's
0: what i range. see on that that what's that show the guy caesar milan yeah yeah,
2: caesar Is, milan, yeah yep. he's
0: very big an, on getting control of the dog before you train it sort of thing like you yep. know, always calming it down making it sit Yeah, you know, you know we, we've had we have yeah. we,
1: we have these rescue dog hikes that we go on and 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 the water bottle the spray that was a pretty good trick and, and it worked fairly well there was a dog remember a dog we had chico mm-hmm. Chico got squared, especially in the summertime, he just lo- like gets like squirted with water. Yeah. Well, I, think yeah. where, I think that's, that's where the, vine- the, the well, drop that's of that's vinegar, where the vinegar comes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm thinking maybe what I should have done is called you, Shannon. You can take you know, the Chico.
0: Yeah, I saw, a, yeah. Uh, I have, I purchased a um, training collar that instead of the electric shock, it gives a little pressurized poof. And. Yep. They have either water, just pure water, or theirs was water in Centronella.
2: Centronella, Right,
0: mm-hmm. so so that's that's probably one too. I think it's just that it's it's a harmless but annoying smell for the it dog. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. some dogs can yeah. get used to that too. I won't lie, There's they also have uh, collars which I've been really successful with. Again, with the barking, uh-huh. they give a sound, uh, yeah. like a high-pitched sound, then they vibrate. And then the, the vibration um, continues to get stronger as the dog continues to bark. Mm. Um, so, and it's got multiple levels. Those have been really super successful. Some, some of the yappers I've got around in my house.
0: <laughs> there you go. Okay. Okay. So but
2: yeah, always humane, always humane is what we like to look for.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Well, yeah, the, the electric shock collars, if they're used properly, I I think, um, oh, can yeah. be appropriate as, as well. But
2: oh, absolutely. 100% it's it's about,
0: yeah, using them in the in the right way, because they can certainly be used wrong and you have to take them, Correct. especially if they have those diodes on them, you have to take them off, you only use them during the training part. But moving Correct. on from that, I think yeah. people will be very interested in this Project COCO and your training program. Where, How do I find information, say on the internet, easily, quickly? Where do I go?
2: www.karmarescue.org. And then just go to our programs page and you will see everything you need to see about Project Coco. And there'll be links to the forms where they can complete a form if they've got any challenges that they need assistance with. Okay. And then we will review it and we will circle back.
0: Okay. So they go on to karmarescue.org and Mm -hmm. go to – what was it? Projects?
2: Programs.
0: Programs. 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 Okay. Farmerrescue.org yes. and go to programs and it's called Project Coco and it's called the training program. All right. Mm-hmm. And the spay and neuter. Um, I think we'll talk about that briefly and then we'll let you go. I'm sure you've got stuff to do this weekend. Um. Uh. We did one spay and neuter event with your rescue some time ago, a few months ago, and mm-hmm. Sam tells me that you're doing something in Palmdale. Is that right,
1: Sam? Yeah palmdale so tell us about that
2: absolutely super excited about this program Uh, i'll try to keep it brief
1: actually
2: it it is it's and it's it's a cool thing for the community and it's a cool thing to just see how excited the city is and this is something that hopefully can bleed into other cities is kind of the hope that they will see what's going on and what the city of palmdale has done and hopefully take rain and do some of the same. Because I'm part of a collaborative here in Los Angeles where we're trying to get the city to put forth a little bit more effort to the spay initiative, so to speak. So Palmdale, we've been working in Palmdale since I took over the program, which was in 2018, um, doing a few dogs here, a few dogs there. So we have some great relationships with uh, some veterinarians there. We have some great relationships with shelter officials and with the city and <clears throat> we were making an impact. Well, the city, um, we reached out actually to the city. To help share what we do there, we, we put a flyer together, we set it out to the to the to the city, and um, let people know that we're there in their community if they need assistance with free um, spay neuter. And we ended up reaching the public safety division, who actually had um, uh, an initiative that had had gone through. It was called Measure AV, and they had collected money from the taxpayers and the whole idea behind that was to create a speed neuter program so they wanted to do something similar to what the county does which is a voucher program but they didn't know how to do it they didn't have the means to do it they didn't have the the people to do it um so they couldn't get it off and running but they had this this tax money that had been coming in and so they were ready to get it going they connected with us they saw what we were doing we set up a meeting and it's just blown up from there so we just signed a contract to work with them on their stay neuter program we are going to be hopefully within the next two years um, based on what we're doing um, being able to fix like over 2,000 animals so we have a great relationship with the vet there um, there are restrictions so there are three zip codes we're focused on so it's just the city of Palmdale so not unincorporated areas it's just specifically the city that's who paid the taxes so that's who's going to have access to this program right. okay. um, they have to prove uh, residency they have to prove pet ownership um, we're also going to be working with community cats that are trapped within those um, areas those boundaries Okay, um, so it's really specific where we're going to be focused. So we'll really be able to see what the impact is going to be. Um, And this, once we've had that initiative um, on the table, we took it to the city council. I have the most amazing clip from the city council meeting where the mayor just was exuding with excitement because this finally was getting kicked off. It was something that they've been trying to do for some time now. Mm -hmm. And because we were able to step in and assist them and because we have a process in place we this is what we do we have the relationships with the veterinarians um it just was kismet that we all came together and so now we're going to start um june 8th is kind of our go-to date now Now that all the paperwork's been signed and Mm -hmm. uh, we've been working on this since what, last October, I think? We started putting things together, so it's taken a lot of time. There's a lot of red tape, um, a lot of hoops that we've had to go through, um, but it's going to be great, and we're going to be able to help a community that's in great need and hopefully stop the amount of animals that are having to be turned into the shelter because of the overpopulation. There's, yeah, and
0: I know, um, and your friend, the doctor, Mark Williams, Sam, has mentioned this, but I know it from having... You know, trying from dealing with people. Anyway, what I know is um, there's a there aren't very many vet offices in the Antelope Valley, Palmdale, Lancaster, um, even up to Santa Clarita. Oh, maybe before yeah. you get there, Acton, that whole area. Um, so I can see where the city would have had trouble finding. Now, how are you guys? Are you doing this through local vets? Are you bringing a, a spay and neuter bus trailer out there? How's it gonna? Who's going to sure. do the spaying yeah. and the neutering, the <laughs> and the snipping?
2: Exactly. We do have a vet partner um, okay. that is in Palmdale, East Palmdale to be specific. Um, and we've been working with this particular vet now for probably the last, I don't know how about a like year or so. Okay. Um, and he is on board with the whole program since the get go he's adjusted pricing he's you know doing special Mm -hmm. packaging it's um and he is ready he's gonna you know if he needs to bring on another vet into the Mm -hmm. office so that they can maximize the number of surgeries that they can do Mm -hmm. he's looking at expanding so his his whole goal is to follow suit with what we're doing so it worked out well and so okay. that's who we're doing everything through we're filtering it right through so the person that's right getting their locally.
0: dog spayed is going to go mm-hmm. to a vet clinic th- correct this going clinic. to a hospital yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. okay and which is
2: great and yeah, if yeah. we do a mobile clinic here or there even better so we can it, we may have to expand depending on the level right
0: but to um, start you're working through this vet. So if I was Absolutely. living in uh, the city of Palmdale and I met the requirements, um, I would get what I would get a voucher and go to this doctor's office and then it would be reduced cost or free
2: yes you would get no you would just have an appointment made mm-hmm. by me oh um, i see my they go team. through you and you okay yep. mm-hmm. they just go through they go through us and that's the thing we're making it super easy for the city we're taking all of the work off there's not going to be a you don't have to get a voucher nothing's going to be printed sent it's gonna we're going to verify everything on our end and then we're just going to make the appointments like we normally do um okay. our regular okay. process and then the owner just goes they get the information from us they go and it's um we do ask for some buy-in they have to pay for things like pain medication and a cone um again if they can't we've got ways to handle
0: it Uh so Uh right 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 but i mean yeah most people can afford something and it's all the city you want to get them yeah yeah yeah, sure sure sure. well i think this is uh,
1: this is this whole concept of uh, privatizing certain aspects of of Uh, municipalities is is the wave of the future. I mean, you have taken all these things and said, we can do them for you faster, less expensive, and easier. And and Mm -hmm. what what city wouldn't jump on that and say, that's a great idea. We have to at least give it some serious consideration.
0: So, yeah, that's right. If I'm a a Palm Dalian, a a Palm (laughs) a resident of Palm Delight, a Paldino, yeah, yeah. (laughs) a Um it sounds like a horse, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. Uh um anyway, if I'm a resident yes. of Palmdale, how yes. uh how do I find out more information about this program? Either for oh, myself or gonna, for friends or family or whatever.
2: Absolutely. It's going to be everywhere. So the city is going to be promoting it themselves through okay. their um their social channels okay. their websites their So go to local the city website the city of pondel website okay City of public yeah and we'll have it on ours as well so obviously people won't know about it until they've heard about it through the city so okay. it's going to kind of go through the city it will then tap into us Um, Fortunately, I think a lot of people in that area do know of Karma Rescue, but our name is going to be bigger, but we're going big here. Um, There's a billboard in the Palmdale area in that, um, those zip codes, and there will be a billboard um, ad. Um, Can you take a picture of that and sign
1: sign it to my friend, Sam, so I can put it in my office.
2: Right? This is a big, we're going big. This is going to be a big deal. So you're going to be doing
1: a lot
0: of outreach with with advertising and whatever, but if if somebody was listening to this podcast and they wanted to tell their friend, hey, check it out. They could go to karmarescue.org. They, the, they,
2: they could go to karmarescue.org. Okay. Not live yet. So okay. we don't go live until closer to June 8th. Okay. Um, the city of Palmdale will also have it on their site okay. as well. And you'll just go to, I don't know exactly where it's going to live on the site quite yet, sure. but um, you can get to spay neuter through their site, okay. Um, okay. public safety.
0: Yeah. So give and, it a couple um, of weeks until if you're listening yeah. to this podcast right now, but it's Absolutely. coming June 8th. And so, yeah, this summer, there's for if sure, you live in Palmdale, there's no excuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go get your dog, no. cat, dogs, and cats. I assume
2: dogs and cats, absolutely. Okay. Um, yeah. and then if there's trappers that are working in those areas, we'll be
1: working with them. That, that's what I was going to ask you. Last hmm. week, we had a, a a rescue that goes out, and really all she does is, is trap animals that are sort of been, I guess, abandoned or something. Um, cats, yeah, uh, yeah. faith. And, and, oh. and so, the question now is, is a lot of these animals have greater need, medical need, than just spay and neuter, but of course, uh, so the question is, are you guys going to be involved with uh, feral cats, or or you're not sure Well, she yet? said community cats, right? Yeah.
2: yeah, we're calling them community cats, um, right. and so we are going to be working with the community cats that are being trapped in those specific zip codes, so there's three zip codes right, we'll right, be working right. with in, the, in Palmdale City that are and specific. Animal control and,
0: makes a distinction, generally speaking, or the animal control community, Sam, you might not know. Um, because I know about this from some other people I've talked to, uh, community cats are generally considered to be domesticated cats exactly. that live in the community and just kind of wander around and you know they don't really have a specific home, yes. different people feed them, whatever, as opposed to TNR, trap, neuter, release, yeah, well, which is usually yeah, done feral, on feral yeah. colonies, that, that was my which are non-domesticated oh, well, we're cats. we're
2: going to be doing, yeah, we're going to be doing ferals too.
0: Oh, really? So that, oh, okay. that is,
2: yes. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. All so right.
2: we've got we've we've got some um, TNR. Um, I don't want to say agencies because it's really just like a couple individuals that have been working in the right. city of Palmdale that the city knows mm-hmm. and has a relationship with, and so we will be working with those individuals to help curb that right, um, right. the feral population and the and those community cats as well, and make sure that everybody that's out there is fixed, and oh. then send them back.
0: Right, right. And if okay.
2: there's anything bigger beyond spay neuter that comes our way, we will address it one at a time. Um right. and if the city can step in and help, it'll be kind of a, a collaboration between us and the city, whether or not they can or maybe then that's where Project Coco would step in through karma rescue. Sure, yeah, I the can see the urgency there. Any of our yeah. other mm-hmm. so But I'm you got to start kind of...
0: somewhere. So start with the uh, spay and neuter and anyway, it hasn't started yet. It starts June 8th and um Correct. Uh kick that off there with the city of Palmdale. And then so you're saying if the way you're doing it uh is I guess successful for lack of a better word, or or interesting to cities, you're hoping you can go to other places and get Yeah. To, yeah.
2: I would love to, you know, I would love to see some of the other cities, especially Los Angeles, be able to put forth some finances towards Spain owner. Right. and be able to provide more assistance and the other thing i'm just going to throw out there to your podcast mm-hmm. listeners sure. is anybody that's thinking of a new career in life become a veterinarian <laughs> we could use some more of those
0: <laughs> yeah we were we were talking before you came on uh, there is a shortage of veterinarians i think really generally speaking in the us but definitely uh in california it's yeah. been it's been no yeah. and not just yeah. uh, veterinarians also the mm-hmm. other staff around
1: yeah. and it and you're going to say karma is going to subsidize this is that correct
2: I know. I wish (laughs) we'll work on that next. There you go. (laughs) One project at a time, gentlemen.
0: All right. Well, that's great. I mean, those are all very interesting and useful things for people, um, whether it's one of you uh, lovely listeners out there, or perhaps somebody you know. um, To uh, you might not be in Palmdale, but I'm assuming the Project Coco and the training program that is. Are there any geographic restrictions there? Is that people in California, Southern California, the entire U.S.? Oh, yes. Oh.
2: <laughs> Southern California.
0: Southern California. Um, mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Yeah. Los Angeles County. Okay. Um, we can go as far as Palmdale. We do have trainers that can go in that direction. Uh-huh. Um, so, but it doesn't really go any further than that. Sure, sure, um, sure. So,
0: and Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's all based, obviously. Like Project Coco is also the network of vets that you've built up and people that you know and that you can talk to. So yeah, correct. I can, yeah, I can see how that would be local. So yeah, so for more information on any of those programs, whether it's um, getting a help with the cost of treatment for your animal and resources around that, or um, with training if uh, your dog or I, I assume it's mostly dogs. Uh, I was going to say yeah. your dog or cat, cats usually, but anyway. yeah. If, cats don't listen. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> well, and cats, you know, they usually don't have, I mean, you know, it's, uh, what what what's something, you know, leash aggression or something. I mean, I exactly. guess, you know, right? You're not out walking. It's hard I'll, to herd
1: cats. Yeah. That's right.
0: It's hard to herd <laughs> cats. But, um, but if you have anything with that, karmarescue.org and I'm sure it's easy to find programs on there and all the other stuff and then look for the spay and neuter. Uh, that'll be popping up there later on in early June and also on the city of Palmdale's website. And the spay and neuter program is of course limited to people who are residents of the city of Palmdale, but the other projects, um, is throughout Southern California. Sam, you are going to say something. I was just
1: going to say, Shannon, I think this is so cool that you're doing this. Um, and I think it's, uh, And I think it speaks volumes about Karma Rescue, that you've been entrusted to do this. So, I mean, you guys should feel proud about uh, your success so far. So, congratulations. Oh,
2: thank you very much. Very, very proud and excited to make this grander impact Hmm. in the city of Palmdale.
0: Now, you, as we close off here, you said um, the sort of business address of Karma Rescue is Santa Monica. Do you live in the city of Santa Monica?
2: I do not live in the city of Santa Monica. I live in the fantastic city of El Segundo currently.
0: Oh, that's even worse because I'm saying (laughs) you got to get out to to Palmdale.
2: Oh, to Palmdale. Yes. Fortunately, I can do the majority of what I do right here from the comfort of my own home. There you go. But I do, I do. That's a long drive out to Palmdale.
0: What is it from El Segundo? That's probably about two hours. I mean, my gosh. It can be. Yeah.
2: It can be. But I'll do it in a heartbeat because I love what I do and go. I'm excited about what we get to do. So, And the fact that I get to do this for a living is even more exciting.
0: There you go. There you go. All right. Well, that's Absolutely. Shannon from uh, the lovely city of El Segundo, with a name that makes no sp- sense in Spanish, right? The second. <laughs> what is that? I've I, I never understood. exactly. Yeah. But um, thank you for giving us all this information about Karma Rescue, and maybe we'll have you back on in a few weeks uh, to tell us so to update, how the program yeah, going. Exactly. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Yeah.
2: No, that would be wonderful. I greatly appreciate it. Um, I appreciate your time. And let me just put it out there. Cool. Um, what I, I, I just want to share one more thing. I, I didn't, my title, the director of Spay Neuter um, here with Karma Rescue. But if anybody wants to reach out specifically to me, please feel free. neuter at karmarescue.org. That's an email address where you can gain um, access to myself, and I'm happy to answer any questions.
0: Okay, I'll put that email address in the notes of the show, but say Perfect. it one more time for everybody.
2: Sure. neuter at karmarescue.org.
0: All right, fantastic. Thanks, Shannon. Thank you. My All pleasure. Right. Bye. All
2: right, gentlemen. Have a great afternoon. All
1: you right. Too. Bye, Shannon.
2: Bye.
0: Hey, hey, Sam. So, um, we're back after our interview with Shannon from Karma Rescue, and we're going to wind up, uh, this podcast today. Um, anything to, uh, add or throw out to people before we, uh, close up shop, Sam?
1: Um, no, I don't think so. I, I, I think that, uh, yeah you know, I hope the listeners realize there there are a lot of really good people out there that are trying to do some good things.
0: yeah we've got a resource heavy if that makes uh, a lot of resources today we talked about Miranda's people um for dogs with cancer and not only can they help you financially but they also have just a lot of information and then this karma rescue I didn't even know uh, before we got into this all all the stuff they're doing so that project Coco and the training program that's a pretty big resource for anybody yeah. in soCal yeah, yeah. And,
1: and, and so you know, uh, to the public, you, you can contact us for animal doctor and, yeah. and, you know, if for whatever reason or reasons you, you know, some clarity, we can give you some directions as to who to go talk to and what to do. Right.
0: Well, and the links to all that'll be, yeah. be in the thing. So, and I got some, uh, video of Bob, uh, drowsing, <laughs> drowsing off. How do you say that? Uh, falling asleep, becoming drowsy on, on your lap there. Yeah, well, so it's, that'll it's be ironic because it's,
1: he, he caused my leg to go to sleep as well.
0: Yeah. Oh, you're okay. Yeah. So Bob fell asleep on your leg <laughs> Yeah. that, uh fell to sleep. And in the world of fad fundraising, um, I am happy to announce we had one of our most successful fundraisers ever. We raised $8,000, um, especially thanks to one anonymous donor um, who contributes a lot, but thanks to a whole bunch of donors um, for a dog named Chewy, a Husky that had his liver shunt surgery. I talked about that last time. So that's gone successful and, and he um, is home recovering very well. I'll be posting updates about him uh, shortly. And We've got um, a number of new cases coming up, so always check out our website if you're so inclined to donate to animals in need, you can always find some on there and the donations go directly to the veterinarian for those animals. So you're donating to the specific animal that you donate to and that money goes to the vet, not to the owner.
1: And we don't and, charge any fees or costs. So if you donate $25, all 25 goes to the animals. That's healthcare. right.
0: There's an option to add a, a tip as they call it to Free Animal Doctor to keep things running, but that's an optional addition. The donation amount 100% goes to Free Animal Doctor. and tipping is optional. So I think we're going to wind up here from the lovely city of Sierra Madre. Um, Why are you laughing? You Uh, live here.
1: I know. Yeah. I'm just, I I don't, I don't, I don't think lovely and Sierra Madre tend to go together. You don't think so? It's a quaint little community.
0: Quaint. Okay. Mm -hmm. From the quaint little community of Sierra Madre. Um, I think if you live here, it's, it's kind of uh, interesting and, and quaint. If you didn't know about it, you just drive through you i mean you wouldn't notice it's not like there's any farmland between sierra madre pasadena and monrovia it's just all one big la urban sprawl yeah but if you know the city of sierra madre it's kind of interesting it has its own little downtown going on and and um whatever and uh and, uh,
1: and we're we're a son of free animal or free animal doctors right. the son of sierra Madre. So I, yeah. I guess i should be nicer to them
0: that's right that's right just don't um don't come here, you know. After I think, what is it, nine o'clock? Or pretty much the entire town is closed <laughs> down by nine thirty. I think there's one little bar in town called uh, what's it, the Buccaneer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. open. Other than that, at at ten o'clock they uh, they release the tumbleweeds um, yeah. on on. It's, it's a sleepy little place, is what, is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, to say. the
1: big, big excitement in our community is, is we get bears sometimes roaming down Oh, yeah, that's right. They're, they're a and, favorite. And, the and, news and,
0: channels love to come out yeah. here with their helicopters and film the bears. Uh, because we, roaming we
1: around. are up against a national uh, right. park.
0: That's right. That's right. And um, it's also the home of Miranda's people as well as uh, Free Animal Doctor. So there's a couple of good organizations up here. But in any case, um, until next time, and as always, you can send us um, any comments, uh, suggestions, whatever about the podcast to info at freeanimaldoctor.org. That's info at free animal doctor. We'd like to hear them. We hope to have some vets on in the future. So if you have any ideas about what kind of guest you would like to have on, um, if you would like to hear from a vet, or if you'd like to hear from somebody else, if you'd like to hear more resources, whatever it is, let us know. And if you um, have any ideas of what guests should talk about, like if you'd like to have a vet on to talk about.
1: Or maybe finding a replacement for you.
0: Yeah. Training or or whatever. And yeah, if you want to discuss. Um, the host, (laughs) you can also do that. But, um, you know, we can't respond to all uh, uh, inquiries.
1: We don't have enough time to get rid of Sam.
0: That's right. That's right. But uh, until next week, um, say good night, Sam. Good night, Sam. All right. Uh, Bye-bye, everybody. Bye.